Welcome to Leaders and Learners. My name is Tanya McKenzie, and you can find me at the intersection of public relations and leadership. Join us as we talk to organizational leaders, elected officials, experts, authors, artists, and personalities sharing their stories, talking about how they got to where they are and how they continue to learn and lead the way. So without further ado, let's get into it. everyone. Happy 2023. So happy to be back. Listen, we have an amazing lineup of guests for 2023. But before we get into that, I definitely want to thank my 2022 guests and let you know about some of maybe the best guests that really resonated with me. And you can actually still go back and listen to them. They're timeless interviews. They teach you something. They help you grow. This year, we'll be having more amazing people that make sure that you leave each episode with something that helps you improve your personal and professional life. Listen, Leaders and Learners is just that. And moving forward, we will make sure that every episode is more impactful, is more stirring, and absolutely resonates with what's going on in our culture, our culture, American culture, not just black culture, not just women's culture, but American culture. If you remember, I had April Ryan on and we talked about that. You know, in media a lot, they talk about urban culture, but the truth of the matter is all culture, every part of America has issues that we all need to deal with. And as a journalist, she spoke about that and how you know, dealing with every president, every administration, she was able to tap into that. So I'm definitely going to get into, you know, some of the best of 2022. But before we even get into that, I want to talk about this term that continued to come up every day of the freaking year, cancel culture. I, I actually look at what has gone on in the past couple of years, a little different than cancel culture. I, I would actually call it coward culture right? I think a lot of things that have happened in our America that have gone wrong, that have gone left, had a lot more to do with cowardly behavior than it did cancel behavior. Because there is such thing as having to actually deal with what you've done, right? And whatever that, whatever that is, whatever that punishment is, whatever those circumstances are, that's up to you. But most of the time, people wind up putting themselves in situations because of coward culture. I actually got to experience that myself um, during the special election in Redondo Beach, where coward culture actually showed up. And let me, let me give you a little bit more about coward culture, okay? It is really that lack or that fear of saying the thing that needs to be said. In leadership, uh, my five principles of leadership one of the acronyms, A, is acknowledge the problem. Many people don't like to acknowledge the problem because it makes everybody else uncomfortable. If it is something that is hard to solve or digest or diagnose and deal with. So instead of dealing with the direct problem, we talk around it. We meet to meet in meetings. We soft walk things. I, I even think I've done that a few times, even with the podcast is, you know, I, I'll ask a question, but I really should be digging a little deeper, but I don't want to make the guest too uncomfortable. So I, I kind of soft walk it. And I think as Americans, sometimes we soft walk things, which keep us from getting to the core of the situation, coward culture, 
Racism is based in coward culture. NIMBYism, we've heard a lot about NIMBYism. It's based in coward culture, afraid of change, afraid of people that might show up in your community that does not look like you. That is cowardly. Instead of saying, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with this new uncomfortable situation, you're cowardly and come up with ways to distract from your own insecurities and make other people out to be the problem. Coward culture, racism is coward culture. Um, abuse and addiction, coward culture. We're not dealing with the actual situation that we need to be dealing with to keep us from abusing someone else, whether that's physically, verbally, mentally, you're not dealing with your own stuff, so you're perpetuating uh, situations onto other people, your wife, your kids, other people in the community, people that don't look like you. That is coward culture. Addiction, we don't wanna deal with our issues that are killing us and, and chewing us up on the inside. So we have these other ways of medicating and hiding um, the problems that we're dealing with, mob mentality. You don't even have the courage to deal with people on your own, you have to have these other people with you in order to tackle a situation or subject that you're uncomfortable with. So now that you have these people with you, you have, you know, you have a little machismo. Cyber bullying. Yeah, that's a good one. Because half of the things that people will say behind a keyboard, they absolutely will not state to that person in their face. So keyboard gangsters, we got a lot of those running around and just straight up avoidance. We don't wanna talk about the thing that's making us uncomfortable or the situation that is causing us some insecurity. So we do all these other things that cause problems. Like I said, I dealt with it myself um, in Redondo, the coward culture but we will, we'll get into that. So let's talk about the guests for 2022. It was definitely a year to remember. I'm gonna get started with this one right here. It was recent. We had her Courtney on, who has an amazing consultancy, an amazing firm now where he helps organizations uh, staff executive positions in athletics. I love it. You have to tap into what he's talking about. One of the questions that I was able to ask him, which many of you um, that don't look like us might be interested in is the fact that, yes, he started a firm where he helps people that are marginalized get amazing positions. But my question to him was, how does that work for people that might be incredibly qualified that don't look like us. You definitely have to tap into that, all right? Then we had T-Star Temeskin. Super surprised I even had him on the show. Long story behind that. But the conversation was about pivoting. And many people have had to do that. He was a D1 coach. He wound up starting his own firm. If you are an entrepreneur, if you are someone that is still struggling with how you move forward, in a situation where you're not sure, um, you need some help, uh, you don't quite know how to network your way into the situation, it's definitely a show you wanna tap into. We had, oh, Mr. Jay Haleen. He launched his new book that he published recently and it's called The Business Corner. He's been able to help so many entrepreneurs 
get their certificates, start uh, working with government, getting paid. If you need to know how to get paid, he will help you with that. He has four books now. I think this is his fourth. The man can help just about anybody. He helped himself. He had a criminal record. Nobody would hire him. That would actually pay him what he was worth. So he started from ground up. And let me tell you, now as a multi-author, multi-talented individual, um, he can help you. So if that's something that you need or you know somebody that's struggling to grow their business, tap into Jay Haleen. One of my favorites, she's such a little sweetie, recently moved out to LA. She can sing like a bird. Uh, her family history is amazing. Her mom is her manager. She's doing big things out here in LA. Uh, I did play some of her music on the show, which was absolutely incredible. Oh my God. Tap in, tap in, tap in. Then we had one of my absolute favorite shows. This was recent. Uh, we talked about being single, successful, and sexy. If you see the look on their face, on our faces, while Jennifer is telling her story, that should let you know it's definitely something that you want to listen to. And she does tell the story on the show about her situation uh, that took place and how her successful self is single. But if you were able to read the comments, uh, the people that were watching the show, they it was even a jaw dropper for them. So listen to, let me see, Dennis Powell, he compulsive liar. Yes, listen, watch the show. Sexy, successful, and single during the holidays. But it's really in, in, in life. Right now, you know, there's a point where people are like, oh, you're 30-something, you're, you're 40-something, you should be married, you should have kids. Why don't you have kids? Um, we, we get into that, what that actually feels like and why, you know, sometimes being sexy, single and successful is, is just better for people, but getting rid of that stereotype of what should be happening in someone else's life. Miss April Ryan, let me tell you something. I have learned to love this girl from Baltimore. We talked about her pending wedding. She has a candle line, but again, the conversation about the different administrations she's worked in and what she has learned being a White House correspondent. She's a member of Delta Sigma Theta. It was an incredible conversation. And I'm just a fan. I'm a fan. And you will be too once you watch that episode. De'Aaron. Well, his name's not really De'Aaron, but he lets people use uh, the short version because he understands that some people just can't seem to pronounce Delapo Arancatola. I love that name. He's an incredible multi-achiever. Um, he's making some award-winning hits that you've probably watched on BET or other channels. Tap into him. He talks about what it takes to be successful, to succeed, and be someone that you can be proud of. Not what other people think. Who are you in business? Who are you? What legacy are you leaving in this life? How do you become the best version of yourself in business? It's, it's an amazing interview. We have Mr. Will Moreland. Dr. Moreland, I was so excited to share a screen with him. This man is on fire. He's First of all, he's super busy, booked and busy. And not a not a not a little bit, like a lot of bit. Um, he can teach you so much. He's from 
South Central Los Angeles. That is not where he lives. He is well-traveled, raising his family, doing the damn thing. Tap into Dr. Moreland. Look him up and you will see that it's definitely an interview uh, worth you watching or listening to. Okay, one of my favorites, uh, Eric Aldridge. Mr. Eric Aldridge, Mr. Everything. He's worked for uh, the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Staples Center, LA Lot. The man has worked for every organization that's worth cheering about, um, that supports fandom. He has his own fan club and he has started his own nonprofit that's helping young men uh, from Inglewood, the Inglewood area. But right now he's the vice president of LA 28. He spent some time on the pod talking about the Olympics that's going to be coming to Los Angeles in 2028 and what getting prepared for that actually looks like, what this global event that comes to Southern California will actually encompass and the legacy that he wants to leave with this event. Definitely tap into uh, Mr. Eric Aldridge's interview on Leaders and Learners. We have the rebound of the ink and diva. Listen, Tamika Sims is an author. She also helps other people write their books. She talks about the situation that she has gone through, domestic violence, what it took for her to get out of that situation and find herself. So anyone that you know that has dealt with some pretty traumatic life experiences and looking to figure out how do you move forward with that? Uh, definitely check out that interview with Miss Tamika Sims, one of my favorites, because her story just, it's touching and it's real. Um, Debbie said, Tamika's story got me hooked on her soul. Great interview. It was, and you should definitely check it out. Now, this was a good one. The author of What is God's Favorite Color? Okay, I'm just going to leave that right there. Miss Tanae, amazing friend of mine from San Jose. Um, she lives in Atlanta now. Her husband is, is in entertainment, but this book is for kids and it is absolutely amazing. So, you know, tap into that. The conversation was incredibly hilarious because we go way back from San Jose, California, had some really good times, lots of laughs, good stuff, all good stuff. This one. Jeremy Slate, CEO of Command Your Brand. It's always good to have a conversation with people in your industry, people that understand public relations, communicating messages, um, branding, why it's so important. We definitely got into uh, utilizing your personal brand and your professional brand to grow your business, to grow your profitability. He's on fire. He just wrote a book. Well, that was at the beginning of 2022, so it would be great to tap in with him to see what 2023 is looking like, but he's incredibly smart. Um, he's on point when it comes to your brand and marketing. Check out the interview and then tap in with him. He's dope. Bob Dickinson wrote a book uh, about, listen, the book was so intense. It's really about him supporting the black community all right it's like me and cigar and god something like that i forgot the name of the book but bob is incredible 
and listening to how he will, he has gone deep into himself to be able to kind of look into Christianity and his religion and understand why it's important for us to support each other. Not so much the black movement, but other humans and their struggles. Bob is incredible. The book is great. I've been trying to get him out here to California and um, I'm hope you, I hope he's able to get out here sometime soon. I'll keep you guys posted on that. And I have to tell you, my favorite, my favorite is Miss Regina. She is a gun violence survivor. Her nephew, I think killed her brother and she worked hard, has been working hard to try to make sure that there is some level of justice for him. She is one of my mom's demand sisters. So we work hard to fight for common sense gun laws. I don't really think that it should be so controversial. Common sense gun laws. So the things that happened to her family and to mine don't happen again. Regina was an incredible guest. She also has a book where she talks about the situation in totality and it is moving to say the least. But check out the interview. She does talk about the murder. She does talk about the fight to make sure that her nephew gets what he needs for the rest of his life. He'll probably probably be locked up, but forgiving him and understanding how he even got in that situation is a level of humanity that most people will not be able to kind of understand. So, you know, definitely check that out. Those are my favorites from 2022. 2023 is gonna be hot. I'm trying to tell you the lineup is incredible. And again, I'm looking at battling coward culture. So I have promised to no longer shy away from some of the tough questions because of the tough answers that might come. It's important that we as a culture, as an American culture, start to face problems head on, or we're just gonna be running around in circles. Like I said, I knew it was gonna be difficult, but this year we had a recall election in Redondo Beach. Recalls are very tough. I already knew that. They're very tough. They've been trying to recall damn near everybody in California and haven't been able to do it. But I also thought it was my opportunity to kind of expose people for who they are, right? Because when things get tough, people really start to show their true colors. And in Redondo, this, this is what cowardice looks like. This right here is what cowardice looks like. These are a group of people that hide behind anonymous Facebook groups and say malicious things about other residents in the community because they don't agree, because they're afraid of what more people in the community agreeing with opposition looks like. These are people that cannot stand behind their words on its own. They need that mob culture. They need more people behind them in order to make them feel brave enough to say the things that they say on keyboards. And I feel like in our country right now, we're dealing with that a lot, right? 
we're dealing with a lot of keyboard warriors, keyboard thugs. They got a lot to say behind a keyboard, but when you stand in front of them, it's silence or it's mute or it's soft walking or it's walking it back. And we have to stop doing that. Even with my own community, the black community, I look at a lot of things that have taken place. And I said this yesterday, and I'm gonna say this again, you teach people how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. It's very hypocritical to say, we want respect. We wanna be respected, but we continue to disrespect each other in public, in front of others, but continue to expect others to respect us. That is very cowardice of us. There was a time where women and children meant a lot in this country. Growing up, I always thought women and children, we always protect women and children. And, you know, now into my 40s, I'm like, what happened to protect women and children? Where did that go? Where did that go as a country? I thought that was baseline. We protect women and children. That doesn't seem to be how we live these days. We got our kids dealing with gun violence in their schools. We got our women getting shot at and beat up by our own men, but no one is standing up saying, you know what, that's not okay. I need you to explain to me why that is even acceptable. I need you to explain to me why we are not calling that out. I, I, need, to, I need to understand. And until we start to really demand better, we're gonna continue to get what we've gotten because we are not teaching people how to treat us. We are allowing for things to continue to deteriorate. And that's, that's cowardice. Is that the popular thing to do? Is it what's good for social media? I don't know. But what I do know is that council culture isn't the issue. Coward culture is the issue. And the year 2023 is when we need to start calling out coward culture. If the things that people are doing are cowardice, lacking bravery, lacking strength, lacking honesty, it, it needs to be called out because things are continuing to decline and it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. If you don't like it, call it out. Call it for what it is. If it's not making things better and it's only making things worse, call it for what it is. Ask the tough questions. Go into 2023 asking the tough questions, demanding better, and teaching people how to treat you, how to treat us, how to move forward. Let's cancel coward culture. How about that? So anyways, guys, that's just my rant. Uh, for the new year. My hope for you, though, is that you have a very brave, a very intentional, and a very honest 2023. Because once we start setting things right, once we start setting things in the right direction, putting things on the right path, we have the opportunity, at least while we're still here, to see things improve. Again, I wanna thank you for being here. It's been an amazing three years. I'm looking forward to year four. 
If you have any guests or you have someone you think they have an incredible story, send them my way. We love to have these conversations and learn lessons and continue to be better leaders and learners. Thanks again. Happy 2023 and I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks for showing up to the podcast where we all know that the best leaders are lifetime learners. When you get a sec, take a moment, leave a comment. What do you think about today's episode? And share it with someone that you know could use the gems that were dropped today. Follow and subscribe. You don't want to miss who's coming up next. You never know who could show up here and what they could say. For your professional needs, marketing, PR, communications, and leadership, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Sand and Shores or hit us up at sandandshores.com. Again, thanks so much for showing up. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon.